Good morning and welcome to this sixth season of All About Thailand. And may I welcome Thailand, Saladikrap, and of course the rest of the world. Well, I hope everybody is just fine. Now, what I want to talk about today is just how much Bangkok is changing and how much Bangkok has uh, changed for me. This is so many changes. Anyway, come on, let's do it. Yes, I mean, I, I can remember a few years ago where when, when you're actually at the airport and you uh, you had to get like your TM6, a little, a little card that you used to get when you were coming into the country that you used to fill in with all the information of when you arrived and what flight you arrived on, how many days you're going to be sort of staying for. Uh, the first hotel, a hotel, or just a address as to where you are staying. And now, you know, that's all, that's all gone. And you initially first got uh, 30 days, so that's changed now. And so really what you're faced with now when you come into the airport is it's, it's a lot easier. Although a lot of the hotels are still asking for a TM6, you don't really need one. You know, although I suggest fill it out if you give it to you on the plane anyway. But, um, you know, all you need is your hands They'll scan your your, your your fingers and your thumbs, and there, there, there is no need for that uh, TM6 now. I remember that there used to be queues for that, and it used to be quite, uh, you know, quite a quite a problem getting through. You used to clog things up when everybody was uh, always still trying and wanting to get into Thailand to get down to Pattaya or, or anywhere. It just seemed to clog things up, but it seems to be a lot faster. Now it's even more faster with regards to boarding cards. You scan your boarding card and just, just everything to speed up the whole process of you actually getting in to Bangkok and through into the airport. And of course, the great thing is, you haven't just got 30 days anymore, you have 45 days. So you have an extra 15 days to spend in the land of smiles. Well, the, the other main changes that I can think about, uh, what I do think about, well, uh, the difference between like uh, me going all those years ago, to Bangkok and then how it is now um, I suppose really well it's, it's pavements it's uh, if you know the, the, the whole of the uh, Sukhumvit just that which is the uh, main drag which carries the Skytrain goes along the Sukhumvit as well um, it, it's basically the, the it's, it's especially as you're going up near a soak how how things have changed and uh, you've got trees and there's like paving stones and you know it wasn't all that long ago really when you think of that it found it very difficult to actually walk along the pavements because of all the street hawkers uh, selling the food actually on the pavements but now they've tended to move the street hawkers to certain areas uh, freeing up those uh, 
those pavements, which is what really did need to be done, you know, because um, it was very awkward because you did almost have to walk in the road as as well. They they must have introduced like uh, a little bit of a bylaw. I don't know whether they've done this or not, but it just seems that moped riders in general, not just the motorbike taxis, uh, don't seem to ride up or ride along the pavements like they used to. You know, you'd be grateful in the past. You'd be thinking, oh, good, there's not many hawkers here. I've got a bit of pavement. Then all of a sudden, you've got a motorbike taxi screaming up behind you, you know, or coming, you know, at speed towards you. So in that respect, it it has changed. And and in a way, I I do do miss that. I know it sounds strange, but it's as if, you know, we don't want Bangkok to change too much. Because if it does change too much, then it loses all its character and its charm. And uh, it just won't be Bangkok anymore. Another ch- another change about a, a year ago uh, is really um, to do with uh, Bangkok. We all know Bangkok as Bangkok. And the Thais know it as Guntip Mahanakong. Now, on the world stage... They're actually now wanting Bangkok to be called Kruntep. Uh, they've tried, but I think everybody will still think of it as Bangkok. There's been great improvements to the road, you know, uh, to all the roads in general. And... Uh, You've obviously got the uh, you got the Sky Train, which is great because you can get the Sky Train uh, from Sualipum into the main centre and uh, Sukhumvit, and also you can get the Sky Train up to Dongmung Airport now, which is a very good airport for flying out to uh, to sort of local countries, you know, sort of like Cambodia, Philippines, and places like that. Or you can fly up uh, up north east up to Isan, which is good so they have improved the roads not just the roads themselves but the conditions of the roads you know you've got the uh, you've got you've got the highway that's um, you know that's what's that? that that that's the toll roads as we know uh, they have become a lot faster and they're working very hard on making sure that I mean, everybody, do you know what I mean? We've all been stuck in a Bangkok traffic jam at some point and it can be hell at times. But even then, they're, they're, they're still trying to, uh, try to improve that, make it better, make it easier for people to pass through. And, you know, it's, it's not working too bad, really. Well, it's now that time in the show to uh, welcome all our new listeners to the podcast. It's so lovely to have you with us and to thank all our existing listeners. So lovely to have you. Now, things are getting really, really exciting. I've been working really hard now on creating a special edition podcast and it is absolutely fantastic and it's really full of like the up-to-date uh, sort of news and everything coming out from all th- three key sort of areas three key regions of thailand 
The first off being, of course, Bangkok, and the second, Pattaya, and the third, everything to do with what's going on up in the Isan area. And it's really, really, really popular. It is a subscription-based, but it is very, very, very small subscription, and people are just loving it. So anyway, I'm going to talk now about the how much the entertainment zones have changed in Bangkok. Yeah, well, with regards to the actual entertainment zones, they they did used to be pretty much dotted uh, all over uh, the length of the uh, the Sukhumvit. Uh, you had up near there's an entertainment zone, which was uh, I think it's Soy Twenty Two up there that has now gone and then you had the nana is is still there uh nana plaza and where you have all the bars and entertainments there and there's quite a there's quite a few bars that me me and my wife actually like down that way um, and places to eat that we're very very fond of um there there is um bus stop that's uh a nice place to go for a drink and some food and then you obviously got all the uh, the bars like um let me think of the top of my head hillary's bar one and two uh that's good now there is a three there is a three hillary's bar which is a little bit further back the other way so the entertainment zones have they changed much yeah, in a sense, I think they have. The the prices have definitely shot up, and uh, you know that I, I I can remember paying something like uh, for a small bottle it used to be something like fifty five baht, and a big bottle of Chan uh, would be something like set uh, fifty five baht, probably be close to maybe sort of ninety baht. But but now you're, you're probably looking at around about uh, one ninety. For a big bottle and it's probably to a degree better to maybe go on draft but those those entertainment places are still there and you know it's nice just to go into a bar and just listen to music and just chill out it's, it's fantastic isn't it and you know really what they've done is they've sort of concentrated these bars and these these entertainment zones into just a couple of areas now although there are places still on the uh, uh soy 22 that you could go to you know they they do you know, they are sort of some of the spread out it's a question of, of knowing the lay of the land if you know what i mean uh in knowing where it is to go in in bangkok you know but uh, the tuk-tuk drivers they always tend to have the information and, and tend to be able to sort of help you out in that respect. Hey, <laughs> tuk tuk drivers, tuk tuk drivers, love them, love them. And I know what a lot of you want to ask is, is what has changed or has anything changed with regards to taking the taxi from the airport down to Pattaya. Um, I don't think there's much of a change in price, really. 
it's always been a lot more expensive taking a taxi than it is using the bus service, but I advise you take a taxi. Uh, it takes roughly around about um, two hours to get there, something like that. And um, always agree a price when you're going in a taxi, whether whether it's Pattaya or whether you're going anywhere, always agree a price and... Uh, you know that is the the best information I can I can offer really. And uh, anyway, we're uh, coming up to the end of the podcast, and uh, we've got a story. And do you know what? I just know how much you love the stories. Well, the thing is, I always like. Uh, like parks, I like to relax in a park, and there's nothing better than just sort of chilling out in a park. Say, I, I like the uh, lemon tea. Oh, that's nice. And uh, just drink that, and and just just watch the world go by, and just just be there with my thoughts. Now, this this thing is, <laughs> I was in Lamprini Park. Nobody told me about this, and there I was. I was just lying there, chilling out there by the by the pond. And I was just aware of something just out of the corner of my eye. And, and I didn't pay that much attention to it until I actually got it and turned around. It's a bloody great big lizard. Now, you've you got to think, I was lying down. And I suddenly looked around and there's this massive great big lizard thing just staring at me and I I jumped up I must admit I I, I didn't know whether to it was to, to fight or flight do you know what I mean it's this bloody great big lizard thing what the bloody and I literally just jumped up and this other couple that were sitting on a bench just burst out laughing and uh, they were tired and they just said yeah you, you have didn't you know have lizard? And I said, well, no, I didn't have no had lizard. I thought they might have those little like gecko-y lizards that you see up uh, up up north up in the sand, but <laughs> didn't expect the bloody great big thing, like almost like the size of a crocodile, frightened the living daylights out of me. So, so you've got to be be very very wary of things like that when you go down to Clamprini Park. Uh, you know, forearmed is forewarned and all that. But uh, yeah, that, that really did make me uh, make me jump. So anyway, that's the end of the podcast now. So thank you ever so much for listening. And don't forget, like I mentioned earlier on, is take a look at uh, the special edition. And it is good. It does give like the up-to-date information. So anyway end of the podcast now like I always say stay safe love you all